hey, well, I don't only have the privilege of bringing you your announcements. I actually have the privilege of bringing you your message this morning and kicking off our summer series, right? The summer in the Psalms. And um, I'm just so privileged to be able to be here this morning and share that with you online. And so uh, let's just jump right in. And, and before we get started, before we read our scripture, um, go ahead and you can turn to Psalms 1. That's where we're going to be starting right off the bat. But before we start, um, let me say th this message um, is for the believer, it is for those that, you know, um, identify themselves as followers of Jesus Christ, disciples, um, you know, sons and daughters of the Most High. But... That doesn't mean if you are seeing me speak this word for the first time and for some reason God led you to be here to hear this word. I want you to, to examine, Matt, is this what it is like? Is this what it's like to be a part of the family? Is this what it's like to follow Jesus? Oh, man. And I hope at the end of it, you would realize, man, how am I not? How am I not? giving my life to Christ, and then following after Him, living this out, being a part of this community. Because I can tell you this much, it is everything in the world worth living for. It's so good. It's been what's blessed me, it's blessed my family, it's blessed the people I know. Jesus Christ is not just a big deal, it's everything. And so um, for the believer, this is for you, man, receive it. Make sure that you um, either coming back or, or wherever you find yourself in your walk with Christ, man, I, I want this to be a blessing unto you. And so uh, let's jump right in. Let's read Psalms 1, 1 through 6, all right? All of Psalms 1, we're going to read it right here. So let's go. Psalm 1, uh, the, it, it's titled, The Way of the Righteous and the Wicked. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaves does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Here it is. The, the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked Will perish. Uh, dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Bless this word. May this word um, just cover the hearts of the listener. May it, uh, uh, wherever you um, see us, you meet us, you speak to us, you reveal things in us. Man, we, may we look to you, God. May we lean into our relationship with you. And if we don't have that, may we start to question, may we start to struggle, and may we enter a place where we can get to call you Lord. 
Thank you. And may this word penetrate and block out all other things. May we not think about Instagram. May we not think about phone calls and bills and jobs. May we think about man, what is God saying today through Psalm 1. We love you. Pray that in your name. Amen. Well, uh, let me take you back, all right, to being a kid. And if you're a kid, awesome. But if let me take you back to being a kid, not only a kid, a kid in Hawaii. And now if if this is the same for the other, uh, you know, U.S. states, the continental U.S., then cool. But man, for people in Hawaii, you had to have heard this from your parents, right? Because when we think about God as an adult, he's still our father and he's guiding us and giving us wisdom. But man, what kind of wisdom or what kind of guidance or what kind of warning signs did our parents give us? And you might have heard this, right? You're crying. I give you something for cry about, right? Or how about you, uh, for some reason, are a picky eater and it's dinner time and uh, you did not want to eat what was made. Maybe they made tripe or maybe they made oxtail soup or something. Not, I, I'm not going to eat it, right? So, you know what my, the response was to me? Well, starve then. Oh, you like, eat what I made. Starve, all right? How about this last one? Uh, anyone out there is a parent um, and you call your kid's name, right? You want them to come and maybe you're going to do something or you have something for them to do. And so you call them out and you're like, hey, come, come over here. And they're like, what? Huh? What? You're like, what? What? Well, you what? You upside the head, right? And <laughs> but all jokes aside, honestly, right? Over a few times of hearing those things, you tend to learn, man, um, I need to respond differently. Or, man, I'm doing, I'm a little off. My, my parent, my dad, my mom is trying to instill some kind of wisdom in me. And isn't it a blessing to know that if I do whatever they're saying, um, I find myself in a pretty good place, right? If, if I... Um, did my homework, I would get pretty good grades. And if, if I worked hard at something, I would achieve something. And, and so um, just like our parents trying to instill wisdom into us, um, God, through his book, is instilling wisdom into us. And I, I love that first one, um, Psalms 1 kicks off this idea of blessing. Blessed is he. Blessed are us, are those that take heed of my principles and promises. And, and, and in Psalm 1, it kind of is summing up basically what was coming through the first five books of the Torah. And for some people, uh, the first five books are law, it's called the law. And so what is the law? Oh, rules, restrictions. Oh man, God wants me to live a boring life. I cannot party. But reality is, it's kind of not really about that. I mean, the law was meant to put guidelines for our safety, boundaries, right? We don't put a fence around our house really to keep people in, of course. Man, but it's to keep the bad out. It's a both end. Yes, I feel safe behind my fence. I feel safe inside the walls 
of my home. Why is that? Because the evil that is outside cannot get in. Right? And so God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit through the, through the Bible and through the Torah and through Psalms 1 is trying to say, hey, we, we love you and we're trying to give you and bless you and, he, and, and, and guide you. We're giving direction. We're giving you life, a life abundant. Jesus said this in um, John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I, Jesus, came that they may have life and have it abundantly. But like when we were younger and but like our kids nowadays, man, we think we got all the answers and we think we know what we want and, and I, I can do what I want and I, I want to do whatever I want, right? And so I do my way and I go my way. And our parents, in their love, would correct us. Maybe you were someone that got spanked. Maybe you were someone that got put on timeout. But there was some kind of correction to what we were trying to do in our own way. And it wasn't because of punishment, of hatred, of man boring. It had to do with love, guidance, protection, and giving you a life that is abundant. And so the heart of this message is really um, f for you and I and, and, and what, it, what it really means, what is boiled down, what I, what I was able to draw out of Psalms 1, 1 through 6 is this. In Jesus, we find the abundant blessings of life as he guides his people. In Jesus, we find the abundant blessings of life as he guides his people. Blessed are those that live life with Christ, that heed to the promises and the principles, the law that he came to fulfill, not remove, but fulfill, in that we, his people, as Gentiles, right, we're, we're not Israelites and we're not Hebrews, but we, we still his people. Paul said it this way in nine, um, Romans 9, 6 through 8. But it is not as though it, the word of God has failed. For not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel. And not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. So same as the Hebrews are God's people, we too, through that promise, through the, the promise of belief and faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we've been adopted into this family and we are his children. So as we look through the Psalms this summer and, and it's filled with songs and poems, know that this is um, God and his people crying out to one another, exchanging heart to heart moments. And it's the goodness of God that shows up through the Psalms, right? And when you are feeling down, you can always turn to a psalm 
for God to pick you up. In moments in Psalms, it's just like unhindered moments of David just like vomiting everything that's happening in his life. And in a moment, he is reminded that God is good, that God is for him, and that he is blessed. That it's not about the laws that set before us. It is not about the restrictions set before us. Again, Psalm starts off with this profound cliff notes version of the Torah. That in Jesus, we find the abundant blessings of life as he guides us as his people. So here we go. Point one. Point one. Here it is. If you're taking notes, you are blessed. Go get blessed. You are blessed. Go get blessed. Let me ask you this. Who needs a blessing out there? Right? How about this? Who's tired of being blessed? Are you tired of blessings from God? Let me ask you one or another thing. How many times have you been blind or forgetful that you have been blessed? That God the Creator, without any notice, without anything that you've ever done, has blessed you. Come on, let, let's be... For real now, let's let's be honest. We've been, there are moments when we forget that it's a blessing to be alive. Right? Come on, if we we were honest with ourselves, we don't think about every day the fact that if you have two feet, like I'm standing here, there are people in this world that didn't wake up this morning with the ability to stand on their own two feet. Man, I live in Hawaii. Man, I have a wife. I have kids. Oh, man. We only see, oh, my wife's been nagging me. Oh, my kids are annoying. Right? And we can't see past all of that to the blessings. And I think just like that, people only see the law and they see the restrictions and they see this thing that really is a blessing. Well, let's read this guidance again in Psalms 1, 1 through 3 this time. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, right? I'm not walking the way of the wicked. I'm not standing in the way of sinners. I'm not sitting in a seat of scoffer. No, blessed is the man but it, that delights in the law of the Lord. And on his word, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and is and its leaf does not wither in all that he does. He prospers. Now, Jesus himself even talks about this when he shows up in the New Testament. All right. When he shows up, he gives this sermon talking about the very same things. He goes a little deeper, but still he is talking about blessed are those that do this. Blessed are those that don't do this, right? And I'm just going to take this snippet of the longest sermon Jesus ever made. And if you want more in-depth 
um, you know, messages on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, we have recordings on our YouTube channel. You can go check that out. But man, the Beatitudes are so beautiful. Lee shared with us. Matthew 5, 2 through 12. And he opened his mouth and he taught them saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for there is the kingdom of heaven blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all things of evil against you you falsely on my account rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you as we do life with god when you do life with Jesus, when you live out those beatitudes, when you sit with him, you stand with him, you speak with him, you meditate on the word, on the Torah, on the uh, prophets, on the gospels, on the letters of Paul and Peter. When we meditate on his word, when we walk it out and we live it, we are blessed. Now, it might be um, because my kid's been home for a whole week. Uh, uh, I got parenting on the mind, right? It's been nonstop for the last two weeks of school things. I never knew. Maybe it was a pandemic or something, but it's just nonstop event after event after event at this school, at that school. And then... It's the first week of summer, so they're home and they're whining and it's boring. Can we do something? <laughs> and it's just been full blast. And then I thought, my gosh, every day, every day I'm a kid to God. Crying out, God, when are we, when am I going to not have a car that breaks down? God, when is... Hawaiian Electric gonna drop their prices. Lord, help us to lower our rent, right? <laughs> the realization is like, there's so much that's being given that we all can overlook, right? Like our kids who think, oh, where's the food in the house? Like it just magically pops up in the refrigerator. Or how about the person at, at work who's like, oh, where's the coffee? I'm like, make it. Someone makes that coffee. It doesn't just appear out of nowhere, right? It takes, there's people doing things. We got to do stuff. So it's like, obviously, right off the bat, we are blessed. The fact that you were born, the fact that you breathe, the fact that you have moving hands, there's these common blessings that we overlook. So we already, from the jump, are blessed before you have done anything. 
Even Jesus, before he started his ministry, God showed up at his baptism and said, this is my son. I love him. He's, going to do amazing. he's amazing. And he's just shouting him out from heaven. Like from the jump, every single one of us are blessed. Period. But here's the best part. We've, we need to go get it. Some of us have just been like, I'm blessed. And then that's it. I'm blessed. I've been blessed. And then turn around and go, how come I'm not being blessed no more? Where's my blessings? We're doing our own things. I, I make, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I neglect my wife. I neglect my kids. I, I, <laughs> I don't pay my bills. And it's like, oh, why'd they cut the power? Because you're neglecting things. Too often have we gone and we're writing out, I am blessed. And we're not going to get the blessings. I'm not taking the time to engage and, and sit before God. Let's see what um, James, the brother of Jesus, says. It's James 1, 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Yes, you and I are blessed. We are the beloved and we are blessed. But why stop there? Why not go get more blessings by doing simple things? Simple things like living life with Christ, reading your Bible, praying for others, like the little, just little things. He doesn't ask for crazy things. He's asking for you to live as though Christ has transformed you. So if you're like me, right? Believers, Christ follower, Christian, we've thrown our hearts over the line. We said, Lord, this is your and this is your heart. Take it. Mold it. Shape it. If you're like me, and we got to go get it. One, you might be a person that doesn't understand you're blessed. And you need to hear that. Two, you might be someone who knows you're blessed, but ain't doing nothing else. Can we just be people that know we are blessed and go get more blessings? And it might not be financially. It might not be, man, it might be the blessing of loving someone else. The blessing of buying a youth kid an Icy or a Slurpee. The blessing of taking your kids to the movies. It might be. It might be the blessing of sitting and listening to your spouse share their day. The blessing of sitting with God. The blessing of loving and trusting Him through the trials. Right? Because you're blessed. I'm blessed. We are blessed. As believers, we, from the jump, we are blessed. Let us live in a way to go get those blessings. Let's go get more. Why not? There is no end to what He can give.
So why not let's live a heart and a life after him going after it. All right. Point two. Here it is. Don't remove yourself from the blessings. Don't remove yourself from the blessings. All right. Let's read Psalms 1, 4 through 6. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Now, Pastor Wayne, um, the founder of New Hope Churches, um, said it this way. Man, the enemy, Satan, the devil, right? The enemy cannot push you out of a boat. All right. He can't take you from the safety of where you are in Christ Jesus. But he can convince you to jump out of that boat. He can entice you to leave the comfort of your home. He can tempt you out of the safety of that boat, out of the safety of your homes, outside the walls, right? Beyond the safety of your phone while you're online. He can draw you away. Can I tell you, too many of us are giving away the blessings, the chance, because we're too busy chasing after the wickedness of this world. It's not that God is removing blessings from us. It's more so we're going, I got to go. I can't live this way. I want to do something else. I think I know more. I think I've, I, I got something else I want to do. And we end up removing ourselves from that. Right? Remember the story of the prodigal son. He, he's like, I'm tired of discomfort. I'm tired of being under my house. I just want to go do my own thing. And for some of us, we need to come back. We need to turn around. We need to come, come back to who really provides the water, right? The stream of water that gives life to the trees and its fruit and its leaves never wither. We need to be in the boat. Don't let the enemy convince you to jump out. He ain't going to push you out. But he's going to dangle, dangle some things. Some temptations. Some frustrations. And we just leap after it. And so we, we tend to, as he's using this illustration of the wheat and the tearing of the wheat and the thrashing, and what would happen is that they would throw it up in the air, right? They would throw wheat up into the air and, and the wind would blow away the chaff or the bad stuff. And what would fall is the grain, which you could eat. And too many of us get caught up in the wind. Whether it might be hype for a party, might get caught up in the wind of old friends and we cling to the chaff and we just go riding, riding away from the blessing of the grain. And like Elsa said it best, 
<laughs> you gotta let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. I wanna be in control. And we just cling to that chaff. My friends, the bar. I gotta make more money. But the green. I have a family and a community for you. All that alcohol is not going to do nothing about your problems. Your spouse and kids are more important than that extra hundred dollars you might make. The security and obedience in God is far more important and control over your life. I, I want to give these comparisons because we, we, un, we don't understand that we are choosing a life without blessings. When I was reading Psalms 1 through 6, I felt like, man, where I've gone wrong wasn't God doing things to me. Where I've gone wrong is I stepped out of his guidance and boundaries for me. That's where I didn't find the blessings. That's where I didn't find what I was looking for. But man, when I'm stable and I'm in the home and I'm around in the fence and I, I am the comfort of my room and blanket, it's like it gets better and better. It's not restriction. It's, it's a different kind of comfort, but you still got to work. You still have to pay for that home. You still, you still got to do things to provide that space. You still, so it ain't just happening. Yeah. So I'm going to have to pray. I'm still going to have to go to church. I'm still going to have to worship him. I'm still going to have to love people. I'm still going to have to meditate and pray for others and myself. And I'm still going to have to wrestle with life. But I still have a home and I still have Jesus and in that I am blessed because the thief is trying to steal your joy. He's trying to take things from you. Why are we giving it away? And I love that in the Beatitudes, he kind of is saying these one-liners, he's just hitting us with it. But the reality is, like, he's also speaking to the things we might be struggling with. Let me close with this, right? Let me close with this right here. Imagine if in the comfort of the Lord, I am blessed, go get blessings, I'm not going to remove myself from it. So here's what I'm going to do. Lord, I can't handle. I can't. I don't know what to do here. I need you. I'm hurting my king. His response. Blessed are those who mourn, who feel down. It's sad. Something has happened. For they shall be comforted. Oh, God, you're so good. You always are there for me. 
Lord, I've done wrong. I've done wrong. I did something stupid. I, I, I still love you and I, uh, and I'm back. He says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied. Gosh, he's there again. Lord, clean me, make me as white as snow. Not just for my own sake, please, yes, clean me, but for the sake of those that I am responsible for. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons and daughters of God. Lord, I'm struggling and I, I, I've failed. All I know is all the glory to you, Lord. Well, blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all these wicked things against you. Rejoice and be glad for the reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Life is hard no matter where you are and, and what you're doing. But know this, you are blessed. Are you going to sit on it, do nothing with it? Or go get more blessings. Sit with him, live life with him, do life with him, love on him as he loves on you. Because as, as we live our life, there will be temptations, frustrations, trials. And like James says, are we gonna stand, lean in to him as he leans and solves the issues around us? And even if that doesn't remove, he doesn't remove it, he comforts you, loves on you, accepts you, and does life with you. Do not remove yourself from the blessings of God. Can I pray for us today? Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you continue to show up and show out. Thank you that you meet us exactly where we're at, knowing exactly what we need, and that you mend us. I pray that you would correct us, that you would guide us, that you would show that there is a blessing for us in doing life with you. Nothing crazy. May you remove the hindrance of thinking that the law, that the Bible, that you are trying to take and steal joy from us, but really you're trying to add a life that is abundant. It may be harder, it may more wrestling because now we have to, is this bad or is this good? Is this for me or against me? Is, is this what's against God and, or is that for God? And so may you walk with us, share your wisdom and we be guided by it. May you mend the brokenness within us. May you tear down, tear down the walls we put up that's keeping you away from us. May you make a way so that every day we can sit with you. We love you. We pray for ourselves and we pray for others that are gonna benefit 
from the beloved, the blessings from you. We praise you this morning. All glory and honor to you. We love you. Pray their name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us uh, this Sunday. We're so thankful that you were able to be here. I hope this spoke to someone out there. And if it's only for me, then that's cool too. Um, well, we have an amazing series this summer. We're going to be walking through the Psalms. Come back next week. We have a great word from uh, one of our friends in the church, Thomas Costello. And so um, we'd love to see you next week. Please come back. And if you can join us in person, please do come show up Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at Aina Haina Elementary. All right. Well, have a great Sunday. See you next week. Bye.